YOLO. Hello. Hello. And welcome to a very special slash uh, brand new episode of <laughs> I'm Watching a Movie. <laughs> Every episode is special. Uh, this one was more special because my sound is giving me issues that it never has before. So... I don't, I don't know how you do it every time. But I don't anyway. know. It's very special. <laughs> it was a team effort in being late today. Um, anyways, we, we are doing a special uh, Fast Guy because the Academy Award nominations came out. Yeah. way. I mean, obviously way late. We knew it was going to be way late. But um, lot, uh, both surprising and not surprising at all. I mean, it's. I find this year absolutely impossible because i think every movie that's came, that's come out this year has the yeah. most forgettable title in the history of movies yes and like they, they hold on i'm just pulling up the nominations now like yeah. minari promising young woman what's like i can't even remember jesus and the black messiah judas and the like i can't remember these names and it, and it's proving that marketing works and because we're not out of the house the marketing hasn't had a chance to get me the way that it usually does. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree and disagree. Um, definitely marketing works. I think that's definitely the, the takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but let's, let's go through it. Yeah, let's because, do it. I'm just so, pulling it up. Um, anything that you think is missing? You see, almost an impossible question because I have seen <laughs> so little. I assume the documentary category is lacking. Uh, there wasn't a lot of good ones this year. Okay. There wasn't I any that was like blown away by. I, I could tell you who I don't think should have gotten nominated. I don't know if I could tell you what's missing. Like I know from, from based off of like the Golden Globes, you know, I yeah. assume that like Jodie Foster was going to get nominated, but she didn't. Yeah. But do I think that she deserved it? I don't know. I haven't seen this Mauritanian, which once again is such a forgettable name. Like, what is the Mauritanian? Is that not one of the ships? That's one of the... So the Titanic, and then there was the Mauritanian that came over to save the Titanic after it had sunk. Yeah. Is that what... Is it a metaphor? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. I was just like, Jodie Foster. All right. Like, uh, I think in The Five Bloods, I feel like deserves to be in this category i don't know what the academy has against spike lee i feel like i'm like the i i feel like the only sane man in a crazy world when i talk about spike lee where i'm like like how does everyone not love him all the time well are we talking like the realistic reality of things is is that to get an academy award nomination you have to sell your child like you work so hard at seducing them and maybe spike lee did that in the past and doesn't and and in the past they were less inclined to giving him a chance and now when they would give him a chance they just like he doesn't he's like fuck you guys i don't need this that is an assumption that i'm making and i have no evidence to back I, this up i just feel like I, I i feel like he's like you know the 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 last like crazy person making movies and i respect it so much and it's beautiful and i don't know and, and i feel like everything else is I don't know, like against against what's in the best picture category i'm just like why not like it's as good and as interesting as any of the other ones. I think this is, might be a very uninteresting year. I, I, I'll give Defy Bloods. I haven't seen it. And I feel like an asshole when I say that title, which could be a reason why. It's, it's, not, it's, not, my, it's not my favorite Spike Lee, but it is like, it's interesting. Um, it's, I'm sure it's it is. Fun. I'm sure it's considerably more interesting than Mank or The Trial uh, yeah, of the yeah, Chicago yeah. 7. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Trial of Chicago 7 is, is my 
God, why is it in there? Okay, so why don't we go through and see? So this is yeah. these are the nominations. So this is for best picture. You have The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago Seven. For myself, I have seen Mank, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. All three. Maybe some of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say Trial of the Chicago Seven is the most entertaining of the three. Weirdly, yeah, enough. it's got it's got like like Aaron Sorkin knows how to write some like pithy dialogue, but it is as a movie fucking exhausting. Like it is garbage. Well, we explained this on a former episode. Yeah, that they whitewashed history in such a unnecessary. <laughs> Uh, yeah, boring, unnecessary, could have made the movie a lot more thoughtful. But who yeah. knows? Who knows what goes into making a movie in terms of like what producer notes are? And I don't know. We're also working with Ern Sorkin. Who knows what he likes and doesn't like? And he didn't want to hear Vietnamese names right at the end of that movie, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's such a strange thing that he did when you told so, me that. I don't understand why. It's baffling. It doesn't um, matter. Uh, uh, I haven't seen The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Minari. I have Minari downloaded. I've been putting off watching it because uh, I'm lazy. I, I like nothing uh, yeah. more than just laziness. Uh, I also put an asterisk next to Sound of Metal that I talked about on a live stream where 20 minutes in, I started crying really hard and was like, I can't do this. As it is uh, very applicable to my own life of like, guy who likes extreme music has his hearing going and like there was a the, the, the anyone who's seen it there's a particular scene in a diner where she's writing down stuff so he can understand her and i'm uh, like i did that don't like this about like what is going to happen that you don't have hearing out of and, uh, out of whew. all of these movies that is the one that i'm the most excited to see i think it's uh i mean i haven't watched all of it but the first 20 minutes i was like this is the best movie is really well made. Yeah, and I really mean, interesting and, and very thoughtful. And then uh, Connor, my friend, watched the rest of it and told me about it. And I was like, oh, it like goes off into something that's I think very interesting and very cool. Um, I think the only movie I'd say put it is Nomadland, which it, it's a movie I watched as well. I'm gonna put an asterisk next to it because I got blindingly drunk watching. Okay, Nomad you know, Land. I just feel like why are we even doing this podcast? <laughs> You've been hammered. You didn't pay attention, and I haven't seen. The- I mean, I'll tell you what I can speak to here. Like, I'll tell you, I want to see Minari, Nomadland, and Sound of Meadow. Uh, And Judas and Black Messiah. I'm not dying to see The Father. It looks like um, that movie that came out a few years ago. What was it called? Like, A Door? Oh, it was called Amour? Amour, Amour. Amour was great. What are you talking about? Yeah, would you sit down and watch Amour again? Not again. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I was so pissed at Amor, not that it wasn't a great movie or that the, the thing was good. I just sat in a really packed theater at the, at the varsity and everyone That's was so touched. No. Everyone was so touched and I was like, mm, as if any of you would spend this long with a person who actually has dementia, you fucking cowards. But I too was in that <laughs> Wait, theater. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Back up. You're, 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 you're. <laughs> your issue with Amor is that you think that you're like the world isn't that beautiful fuckheads like, no I don't think the world's beautiful it's not that that's my issue my issue is that the clientele that it appeals to at the varsity theater it just oh, really yeah. bothers me it really bothers me and the same thing all the movies I see are at the varsity and like whenever they're like 
I don't know, race related or something to do with like political <laughs> issues. I'm always like, fuck you, everyone in this theater. But look, at, I'm in that theater, too. I don't know what I think. There's not a lot of theater options in Toronto. The, the one where I really feel it is uh, if I ever go to Young and Egg to watch a movie where it's just well, like that's the that people's is... theater. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, not that. Sorry. You know, there's, you know, there's like two theaters across the street from each other. Oh, Young Canada Egg. Square. And, yeah, yeah. And then there's the like upscale one. And when mm-hmm. I'm in the upscale one, which is normally for like a, some foreign movie that for whatever reason Tiff isn't running, I'm in there. I'm like, ooh, time to watch a... I am by far the poorest one here and I am yeah. not a poor man by any stretch of the imagination. so like, funny. Are you wearing mink to the theater? Like, what is your plan here? It's where the the Mandarin is is at the yeah, bottom yeah. of that building and it's wonderful. Um, mm. Look, Promising Young Woman, can we leave politics aside? Yeah. I just am uh, so confused. This is, this is, we haven't talked about Promising Young Woman on the podcast. Oh, have we not talked we, on the pod? Yeah, we should yeah. probably we talked in real preface. Life. We talked in real life. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and act like the premise isn't such a good idea. It is such a good idea. And it's one of those things where it sucks being a woman writing about sexual assault, trigger warning, because it's that thing of like, um, you're the only person you represent everyone who's writing. You don't get to have like, you don't get a chance of making a shitty version of something because it is uh, such an important yeah. topic and there's not a lot of women filmmakers and women writers that make it to this level in the industry. That being said, so putting that aside, because that is not my critique of the movie, I found it a fully terribly constructed movie with a bad script, with characters that did a weird and unearned transformation yeah. and with motives that are strange and not that just don't make sense to me. That's where it lends to the political side of things and that's more of a personal thing. And I'm sure some people watched it and their motives made total sense. But in terms of the movie portraying it, what the fuck? I, yeah, I, I think the thing you said that to me is the most prescient of it, of that, like, there aren't, like, every film about sexual assault from a female perspective has to be the most important piece of yeah. art. And there's no, like, room for it. And I think what they respect it for is that it was like, I'm going to make, you know, the, like, trash art version of this or the, like, like the subversive, like grindhouse version of, yes. of a sexual assault, which I respect for that. Does it succeed? Not even slightly. No, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's like I, my brain was doing mental gymnastics watching that movie because I would be like, okay, okay, okay. It's not what the preview advertised. It's not as good as the preview seemed, but maybe this is just a straight up revenge. Okay, okay, okay. It's not a good revenge movie. Like with every time I tried to like sink a little bit lower. Okay, okay. But how do I just feel about this movie just as a movie? I was like, at the end of the day, it's not even a fucking romantic comedy drama that they like probably should have made it completely. Because that was only the only parts that I enjoyed watching. I I mean, I, I said to you about this of just like, it is like three movies smushed together. And so you have this like, Grindcore, the Grindcore, Grindhouse, like rape revenge movie, um, that like I think it does an all right job with, um, and then it does the no, but hear me out, and then it does the like satirical romantic comedy movie, which I think it does an all right job with, and then it does the like the like uh, 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 the family trauma stuff of mm. like her with her family or her with like the mother family with those like quieter scenes. It does an all right job with, but these three all right movies next to each other make each version of it 
crap. So it's like someone's like making me food and they're like, oh, I w- I'm going to put my three favorite flavors in it and not think about how they go together. I put in chocolate, blue cheese and onions. I'm like, fuck you. That's I disgusting. Mean, that's the thing is like, but I'm I not like chocolate. I like blue cheese and I like onions. I love and that, blue cheese. Uh, but yeah. I'm not going to like, uh, it's so annoying because I feel like as like a woman, like dissecting this kind of stuff. And like a lot of my like female friends, ugh, when I say female, I sound like an incel. A lot of my, <laughs> my femboid friends, my, my female, like not a lot, just a couple, um, mm. who've seen it really like the movie. And I just have to say to them, I was like, do you like the movie or do you like that there is a movie being made about this? Because that is allowed. Obviously everyone's allowed to have an opinion, but it's the yeah. thing of like, I actually, if you liked this movie for the movie's sake, not for the political context, not for anything, but like, yes, yes. Carrie Mulligan is a good actor. No one's saying anything. Bo Burnham, super like charming, charming and attractive charming. and you love him so much. Of course, stars is blind. The Paris Hilton's on one of the top 10 songs of all time but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about like do you like the actual movie and if you do can you explain what you like about it this is the exact same feeling i had about bohemian rhapsody please someone oh, sit yeah. me down who likes this movie sincerely and from a constructive like movie point of view and i will listen and honor what you have to say because otherwise i'm gonna think that this emerald fennel woman i say it so with such disdain um, worked it and has probably one of the most powerful managers out there right 100%. now. A hundred percent. She's on the crown, ain't she? Yeah, yeah. She plays Camilla Bowles. Listen, before yeah. the movie came out, I was I was the biggest fan in the world because I died for the trailer. And then when I found out that she was Camilla, I was like, I'm all in on this girl. That is so cool to me. And then I saw the movie and now I just think, <sighs> maybe she's my enemy. No, she's not my enemy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, you saying like, oh, I've only been, maybe it's the type of friends that I keep. I don't know. But all my, that's not that sounds weird. But it's like everyone I know who's seen it is either hated it, or uh, I'm going to shout out Emma Davy, who was like, I fucking love that there is a female shit movie like she's like i fucking love that it's like a female like shitty horror movie the number of like shitty male horror movies i've seen or like thriller revenge whatever movies number of those i've seen that i've sat through that like don't make any sense and blah 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 to see a female perspective one she's like i fucking love it it's bad like she's like it by no stretch of the imagination is this a good movie i felt like i was losing my mind because as soon as i watched it i googled all the reviews And I was like, I need to know what people and people were not hard on it. And I have to assume it's because there's no nuance in the media. And if they were hard on it, they would be afraid of how it would be perceived to be hard. on. Yeah, I I agree. And I think that I I think I think there's three pretty good movies that got smushed together to make one weird, lopsided, hard to follow. So weird movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we can spend a lot of time but then, on probably. And, and then, but then I also was like, oh, I wonder if that was intentional and they're trying to say something with it. But I definitely am not getting it 
and maybe someone smarter than me because like I don't know no, I watch a David Lynch think. movie I watch David Lynch movie and that shit's weird and hard to follow but like I'm like oh it's clearly trying to tell me something no 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 and but I we're may not, not get it yeah we're not talking about this is so weird and it's hard to follow this was weird and hard to follow because it like didn't have a proper story structure you know like when she sorry spoiler alert she'll go to yeah. a lawyer's house yeah. and um, she immediately opens the doors as a lawyer who's defended people who have raped and he gets them off and um, she goes to his house and he immediately starts to sob and says that he can't sleep. Help me sleep. And it's like, in what world was that earned? Was that part earned? Like, in w- with what transformation did anyone have for her to walk in? And so, like, when we got to that point, I was like, forget it. This movie doesn't know. Like, Laverne Cox. What was the point of that character? Just to show that you have Laverne Cox in your movie? It's very yeah. tokenistic for several reasons. Yeah. 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 I I agree. I just uh, upset was, because I died for the pro, the preview. I died for that trailer. Oh, the trailer they had should the win all the slickest awards. marketing. Yeah. They had the slickest marketing. Oh, but here, oh, have you seen the um, DVD color cover, the Blu-ray cover for it? No. So you know they have all these like nice, cool posters that they put up for the movie of like like the one where it's like the lipstick writing. Uh, yeah. uh, promising young woman or there's like one of like looks like an 70s like horror movie the po- the the blu-ray poster just a picture of her with like block letters promising young woman in the corner it's the ugliest fucking thing when they had such slick beautiful marketing so the whole time i'm like whose decision was that anyway i guess the real issue at the end of the day is not that the movie got made not that i didn't like it it's none of that it's like good and you know what emerald fennel obviously she has a great movie inside of her and i see that happening yes i think why the, like is it, this movie nominated and i get it it was 2020 yeah. this movie should not be nominated because this is the type of movie that gives ammo to the incel type guys because it really proves that for women it's like oh yeah all men are rapists all men are out to get me and all women are fucking crazy that is truly the the way that it presents itself obviously there's more detail so it's that kind of thing that i'm like okay so now someone's gonna watch this who's not very bright who's anti-woman who's like oh look at this woman getting a nomination for an oscar that she doesn't deserve and it's like it it does more harm than good yeah, and I think also similar of even just, just like putting it against, like putting Promising Woman against Nomadland. I, I know a movie you haven't seen, but like how much more thoughtful that movie is, mm. and and it, and it also like doesn't really follow a contemporary story structure, but it, I I definitely follow what's happening, and I know the interiority of uh, Francis McDormand, who does a wonderful job, uh, but. Um, to put it next to that is is a hundred percent like people are going to look at it who who are looking for a reason to to be like oh the Hollywood types are just being like any woman any black guy gets a fucking nomination yeah. they don't care about the merit of the movie and you look at that and it's like well you know you're both right and wrong in some ways of like <laughs> you know well, um, yeah the overcorrection that the Academy yeah, Awards yeah. has been doing is ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't think just anyone gets it. I think anyone with the most powerful agency and manager gets it. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like... Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. You're, you're right and wrong is, like, the reason why. It's like, yeah, like, it definitely was part of the push, but also it's 100% because I'm sure there's some Weinstein or something at the top we, level of this. Yeah, and we're not sitting here acting like these people are untalented. I just... No. And also 2020 was, like, a hell of a year. But, like, I won't even get so hard on, like promising young woman like i guess 2020 was so hard that like mank had to get 10 nominations do we think that this movie (laughs) 
would exist. I am Mank. Mank, Mank is is my promising young woman. Where I'm like, how? It, like it's some emperor's no clo- emperor's new clothes shit. Like okay. I'm just like, like, like I watched it. I was like, I didn't like it. I, I liked a bit what it was swinging at. I like the scene at the end where he's drunk and yelling at them, and he, he realizes yelling the plot of Citizen Kane. But the rest of the movie, I could didn't really enjoy. And I really like that director, and I really was looking forward to it, and blah blah blah. And then to get all the nominations, I'm like, do people like it? Like, was I wrong? Like, what is this? Okay, so I wish I could bring my cousin who I who lives upstairs, so we watch TV every night together. Um, <laughs> loved it. Really. And I didn't want to get into it because I could tell that I had like a little bit of like a, a jerky in, thing inside of me and I could tell yeah. that he liked it. So I wasn't going to be like, yeah, I don't take it. But down, it's a you know? bad movie and you have wrong ideas. Now, the only way that I could describe his like point of view on stuff is he loves all movies, but he's a real mainstream movie dude. Like he loves, um, but I am too, but it's like, yeah. he, he loves like the Batman movies. Like he loves the dark Knight. That's like one of yeah. his movies. So I'm just thinking if like, you like those types of movies, maybe it filters into like, but he doesn't like Marvel. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even, I would like the level which I engaged on bank. I wouldn't call very mainstream. I thought it was, it's quite. Sorry, sorry. Heady. Mainstream filmy person. Like okay. yeah. mainstream even, cinema even, head. No, but I think like I, I know what you mean, but even like Mank, it doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I just found I could also once again, if someone wants to sit me down and explain to me why Amanda Siegfried got nominated for Best Supporting Actress, I'd like to know. Once again, not a bad actor, but also what did her character do, and why was I supposed to be so impressed with that performance? Explain. Explain. Uh, yeah, I'm such a I, I'm, I have no answer. Uh, I just realized one more movie. I, I feel like. Really got shafted as uh, first cow. I thought first cow deserved. Well, to be I in wonder this. why. What a title! The titles this year <laughs> should have their own. <laughs> no, I did hear first cow was very good. It's 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 not. It wasn't my favorite, but I really enjoyed it, and it was very interesting. And I think it would belong next to a lot of these movies. Very I feel like shot the holster. Who do you think is going to win Best Picture? <laughs> I'm guessing Nomadland. You think Nomad? Yeah, it's it's got to be between Nomadland and Minari. I, I got. I, I have no idea. I think we might get a best director out of Nomadland, and then maybe a best picture out of Minari. I I think we might get. Uh, 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 they might give David Fincher best director. They better not. Uh, I'll kill you him. Say any, you can say anything about Mank. It is well directed. But they won't. I don't think so. Not the way that the trend is going and not the year that it is. Uh, the only person that they're going to do that with, like that they're going to give, um, what do you call it? Like a career Oscar. They do that sometimes because they'll snub yeah. you and then they don't, they don't, then they owe it to you later is Glenn Close. That I think yeah, for Hillbilly's Elegy, yeah. unfortunately. The worst movie I saw all year. The, yeah, that's true. That was a confounding movie because that's a bunch of people that know how to make movies that got together and decided they didn't know how to make a movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to... Uh, did you watch another round or, or drunk? No, but I'm movies? interested in it and I have been told that if I want to watch it, don't Google it or know anything about it because it's very, very good and you don't want the... The plot is a big part of it. Really? That's an interesting read on it. But I, I agree. Yeah. I, I I don't disagree, but I was like, I uh, not really liked it. I think the nod for best director is well earned. He bumped out Sorkin, I think. Which is great. 
Good. It's great news. <laughs> uh, Sorkin needs I to be Sorkin. off of the, all the lists. I love Sorkin. He, he did a bad thing with, with the trial. Um, that's um, fucking funny, eh? Uh, I was, and uh, unfortunate that Riz Ahmed is going to lose to Chadwick Boseman. I have no idea how good Chadwick Boseman is, but let's be real. That's a real lock. I think that Chadwick Boseman was aiming for an Oscar nomination this year, regardless of oh, yeah. the outcome, whether it was 2020 or unfortunately that he passed away. Like, I think he had done the, he had put in such work that something was going to give. And yeah. so I have no, uh, I have no qualms. He's a very good actor. I really like him. Um, let me see. Who's he up against though? He's up against like Riz Ahmed, I, th- I think. But once it, his name wrong. Steven Young. Anthony Hopkins uh, has one. Uh, Gary Oldman has one. Steven Yeun, I love. And Riz Ahmed, these are just the hottest. This might be (laughs) one of the hottest categories in a very long time. To have it like Chadwick, Riz, and Gary Oldman. I mean, did I ever tell you about my cousin? (laughs) In Italy? When I was in grade five, I went to Italy, and we were talking about like who we liked, and the Backstreet Boys were really big. And we're like, which celebrities do you like? And she was like, ah, Getty Oldman. Oh, (laughs) Getty Oldman. So apparently... (laughs) To a ten-year-old Italian girl, that was it. <laughs> what I, I'm trying to remember, we talked about this on a podcast once too, and I remember being like, "But what?" We must have talked about it when we talked about Mank. But I was oh, like, yeah. "What movie came out when we were that age that would have made her see him in a sexual way?" And I'm thinking like The Professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's The That's Professional so or Fifth Element. I could see Fifth Element turn. Oh Fifth, Fifth Element is the horniest movie, but it's yeah. also like kiddie enough that you're like, okay. And you're like, okay. Like I had my, we talked about it on the yeah. pod. Maybe that's what it was. Is that Fifth El- But how do you watch Fifth Element and not think about Bruce Willis? Everyone's got, there's something for everybody in Fifth Element. <laughs> Bruce Willis. That was a life changing movie. Now I can't not see him being sexy. Like before it was very much like, Oh, I yeah. think he's a good looking guy, but he doesn't do it for me. And now after Fifth Element, I'm like, I can't. Anyways. Um, <laughs> um, I do have to say that this is maybe the the one where I could I could feel the most like I could nail betting this year. Like maybe. I feel like the categories are pretty obvious this year. I think so. But it I got to see what the SAG Awards, the Producers Guild and the Writers Guild say. And then I yeah, will be yeah. ready to sit down with my choices, which always fucks me over anyways. Um, I'm trying to look. I think Riz Ahmed has another Academy Award performance in him. In terms, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be great forever. He's gonna. He's, uh, and I think Stephen Ewan, this uh, who knows where his career is gonna go. It's probably yeah. gonna go straight into blockbusterhood. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be the star. He's gonna be the star of every action movie. Yeah. For like so he maybe this might straight. be one of his chances, and then maybe yeah. one. But I don't know how old he is. But maybe in like his fifties, he'll probably get like Oscar time. He'll be time. in like some crusty like kitchen sink drama. I'm not worried for him. Anthony Hopkins got nominated last year for um, the, the two, two popes, popes, and it's like yeah. that movie sucked. So I- I'm interested to see the father, but I assume that it's not great. But that being said, I'm sure. I'm going to. In- I'm, I'm. I have know nothing about the father except for I saw like a few stills. I'm like, man, this is a movie I'm going to have to endure, huh? Like, it's a play. I knew it. But you know what? But so is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And so is what else? Hold on. Oh, no. The, I, I can't remember. Mm. Judas and the Black Messiah? No, that's original. I can't remember. Um, but that's a play. 
Oh, I think it was snubbed the other movie that I'm thinking of, and I just don't see it, so it's not coming to mind. Oh, it was like um, One Night in Miami? Yeah, or? One Night in Miami yeah. was a play as well, but that was snubbed, so it doesn't really matter. Um, um, do you want to look? <laughs> do you want to look at uh, uh, some screenplays? Yeah, but I guess for best supporting act, okay, for best actress, I yeah. really liked Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, and I, I I would love her to win. But I see that one. I don't know. Is Viola Davis the lock for that? Who's the lock for that one? For best actress, Frances yeah. McDormand. Again, like, I'm sure she's amazing, but like she just won. She'll win again, baby. People are allowed to do that. Okay. <laughs> People really like Carrie Mulligan. You know how I feel. I think she's really yeah. good. Yeah, but I, watch Nomadland because it's just Frances McDormand. Like I want to. Alex, can you send me an illegal tape of it? Because it's not rentable yet. All right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, uh, supporting, I mean... I'm hoping that it's fucking Maria Bakalova. Oh, yeah. Borat. I think it'd be very funny. But I think it's going to be Glenn Close, but like, fuck. I hear that Yu Zhang Yoon from Minari is like incredible. It, it's, that's the kid, yeah? Oh, no, it's a or woman. It's a woman? woman? Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, it's a supporting actress. Is the kid okay. nominated? No, the kid's not nominated. No. I had the thought of like, like I can't believe that. Uh, Who do you think? I think, oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kuluya. Oh boy, goodbye. He's going to win for Judas and the Black Messiah. Once okay. again, this is a very sexy category. We have Sasha Baron Cohen, Daniel Kaluuya, the horniest Leslie I've ever Odom, seen. and Lakeith Stanfield. Like, this is like such a hot category. Wow, what an era we're in, you guys. <laughs> you, you didn't see it, but uh, Vitae just like fixed her hair. <laughs> like, she was too hot. <laughs> Fuck, it's 5.35. Okay, we got to <laughs> Yeah, we got to bang okay. it through. Oh, but the guy, Paul Razzi, or Rashi, I don't know how to say his name, uh, from yeah. The Sound of Metal, is the oldest man I've ever seen in my life. So it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, best screenplay. Okay, original. Original. Judas I, and the Black Messiah. I Minari. think they're going to give Sound of Metal the original as a, like, as a, like, you got that. But if not, then it's going to be Trial of Chicago 7. Wow, Weird. Why do I think that Judas and the Black Messiah has a... A movie you have not seen. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I've seen Trial of Chicago 7, and I just think, like, give it to any other West Wing episode versus that movie. And oh, apparently yeah, no, he oh, used man. a West Wing joke There's in it. There's tons of West Wing jokes in it, yeah. Oh, Aaron. You know that we watch this. Okay. Um... <laughs> And as ad adapted Borat, which apparently was written by nine people and most of it was improvised. So that's a real. <laughs> yeah. The, the Borat screenplay is wild. Like the Borat screenplay, like I listened to a podcast, the director and he talked about how they would write out scenes and then write like all the possible options for who they're trying to prank. So like, Oh, if I say this and he gets mad, I can say this. If I say this and he gets like, confused i can say this you know i i said this when we spoke about borat in a in a former episode but i forgot yeah. to really put it in like the director of borat directed me in an episode of what we do in the shadows so. no you put it in don't worry it was very present. it's like um it's like i'm an academy award nominated person um <laughs> i mean let's just say that i was directed in an improvised scene by the guy who directed borat so i think i kind of understand the process as to how they made borat <laughs> Yeah, you're when when uh, when she wins her best supporting actress, you you push her off stage. And get 
I think I know. Um, they didn't give me a chance to audition. Left in the edit. Uh. They didn't give me a chance to audition for that. Where was he? Um, I guess Nomadland is going to win. There's a big chance that that woman who wrote, directed, and then produced yeah. Nomadland will win all the Oscars, and then she'll win like four Oscars in one night, and then that's pretty no. cool. Yeah, she's going to pull a Kevin Costner. And then in the in, in in the grand tradition of Hollywood, never be seen again. Well, of course, because she's a woman and she's a, she's Asian. Because you know, you, you they get nominated once, and then like yeah, we they gave nominated you what you needed. Yeah, they nominated like Catherine Bigelow. I think she was like the last female like, yeah. director. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll just we'll give her the Oscar, and then they'll shut up about it. It's such I, a disappointing. Um, it's so disappointing that this is the most diverse. This is the most like gender parity. All of that stuff that's ever existed in the Oscars, and it's of because the white men chose not to release movies in 2020, and I, I don't think these movies are any less deserving, mm-hmm. like a Nomadland, and I don't think it's any less deserving than it would have been any other year. But I have a feeling it probably would have gotten forgotten pretty quickly. I think any other year, Nomadland would be like the weird little indie feature that I'm like, Oh, this should have been nominated. Yeah. It would have been kind of like, kind of like where like I feel about first cow where I was like, I really enjoyed it and I can't believe it's not there. First cow name it. Any other name? <laughs> <laughs> These things matter. I, I, I feel like, I feel like you're just so susceptible to marketing that like, other years you're like oh i love the movie like green book like green book's a shit name too i didn't like, love green book how I know dare you, you. <laughs> how dare I you slander i can't think me. of any movies that came out green last book year. um well that's marketing because i heard green book a million bajillion times moonlight isn't really a name of anything Moonlight's yeah, but a these are words that i've heard before you know i never heard the term first cow promising young woman <laughs> that's a memorable title that's a good title Okay. She probably what do you call it? She 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 brainstormed that one with a with a PR team. Another um, big missing movie in this uh, Oscar noms, uh, Tenet, the movie that we all it got nominated loved. for one thing. Uh, production design, but I'm oh I'm, really? I saw I saw uh, special effects. I didn't see production, oh, so okay. it's been nominated um, for two things. I, I'm surprised it didn't get nominated for um, sound. <laughs> for, sa- for sound no for the 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 soundtrack or the score didn't get nominated because i feel like that was like the only thing i truly enjoyed in that movie yeah that was, was a the, fucking i think people were just turned off by it because think about it most of the people that watched it watched it on the small screen that's true i mean that was sick soundtrack though um animated feature imagine you were on the onward team and going to the oscars knowing that you had to lose yeah to uh, <laughs> soul I never finished Soul. I enjoyed it. It was Soul's very, good. very uh, inside out, I found. Yes. I think the... I loved Soul. I really... I think the end is really strong. See, I didn't see the end. I should watch the end. Um, but I also like... People's complaints about it, like, I'm, I understand, but I think they're looking at it the wrong way. Of Like, they're complaining, like, oh, it's about, like, commodify what you love and how you fit into... A, like capitalist system and blah blah I'm like yeah it's about that but that's also like the system we live in so why not make art about it I don't know I, yeah I don't think too deeply when Pixar decides to make a movie unless it's like very sexist or racist which they have yet to yeah. do 
Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the the bugs and bugs life were definitely a stand-in for the Jews. And uh, I mean, sometimes they do stuff like like uh, that. Not Pixar though. Like Lion King had that whole like Nazi thing with Scar, but it's on purpose. Not that they're mm-hmm. pro Nazi. They wanted to show that Scar is the equivalent of the Nazis taking over. It's smart. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's bad. Um, uh, yeah, I like Soul. Uh, did you see Wolf Walkers? Is this a cartoon? Yeah, it's an animated. I've told you why I don't watch cartoons because I babysat for too much. (laughs) And the thought of that's why I didn't finish Soul because I was kind of like, I get it because I've seen so many cartoons and I've had to see them so, so many times. So you better be a fucking Ratatouille for me to really take you in. (laughs) And that by Ratatouille, I mean a romantic comedy. The Um, the end of Soul is is very beautiful. So what's Um, Wolf Walkers? Wolf Walkers is an independent Irish animated feature that was on Apple TV Plus. Oh, I should watch it. It's beautiful. It's fine. But it is beautiful. Like in in a way where I'm like, oh, this is like extremely well done animation. Well, this is the thing. Pixar owns this category. Yeah. And why? It's this thing of like if you like, okay, obviously Pixar is always going to be the most like digestible of the things nominated yeah, yeah. but like why not branch out for like have someone with really beautiful well they probably have all the money too right but like yeah. the really beautiful animation like if wolf walkers is such a beautiful animation like i don't hate that i want i just want good things for people and like pixar might literally have like a hundred academy awards at this point yeah i mean they also have all the talent too like they can because they, they have all the money they can pay people more right so if you're like a talented a 3d artist or 3d animator or animation director or whatever. Why go somewhere else when you could work at Pixar for three times? And it's salary, truly you know? like, I imagine in animation, you know, there's politics like in anything, but I imagine the cream really does rise to the top because it's like either yeah. you can draw good or you can't either you can write well, or you can't either you can voice well, or you can't. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's that. Listen, who's hosting? Is there no host this year? I hope there's a host. Last year with no host was real dull. I don't think there's going to be a host. I, I want a host. They would have announced I want a host it by now because I they? want that. I want it to at least like even a host sucking is better than no host. I hate no host, and I and I find it offensive and worrisome for the career choices that both of us have made. But <laughs> um, I like a host. I think it sets the tone and it has a vision. Like it, it gives a theme to the show that shows like that need. Mm-hmm. And they haven't announced it yet, though. They haven't? Let me look this up. I, I, I mean, don't, don't they normally announce it like. They, they always announce, announce it, but, it like months earlier, like way yeah. before. Okay, but but, they, but they, 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 they don't like, like, I think the nominations are out normally before they announce the host. Who's hosting the next Oscars? It just says. Doesn't say. It says the that dark the dark thoughts that consume you. Yeah, <laughs> it says that Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra announced the the Is nomination. Nick Jonas's suit. No, I it's really so funny. They both rub me the wrong way. I love. I think Priyanka is one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life, but I don't know if she's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. No, but uh, when you're that pretty, you've got some skeletons. Well, I've uh, heard no, some stuff no. about her family, to be honest. Like oh, where yeah, she yeah. comes from. Yeah, I've heard some like n- like some classist, scary stuff. 
Uh, no, Google Nick Jonas's suit. It's very funny. Okay. It's a solid. I don't want to spoil it, okay. but I think that I think that's that's probably where I think you gotta get going, right? I gotta get going, but hold on, let's just take a look at Nick Jonas. It's a good way to end it. Okay, Nick Jonas, twenty twenty one, Oscar suit. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid gold suit, baby. Oh, it makes him look so small. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also like he's standing next to like. St- like solid gold men as the Oscar statues and he just looks like he's like trying to blend in. It's such a dumb he what just, a choice. Like she's so elegant and stunning. She's and he, stunning. It looks like she brought like her weird like younger well, brother. Well she's 10 years older than him. It looks like she brought a weird younger brother to be like look my mom says I have to bring <laughs> him to the party. That's the thing though because we want Priyanka. Priyanka is like an obvious choice for announcing the Oscars. Nick Jonas not so much. This guy gets in though, man. He was at the 25th anniversary of Les Mis. He got to play fucking whatever. <laughs> what? Yeah, he got to play the lead. What's his name? Javier? No, no, no not Javier. Like the kid. Not, oh, okay. not, not, uh, <laughs> not Gavroche. <laughs> I, I, I said, I said Javier as if like that's the lead of Les Mis. Jean Valjean. Not Jean Valjean. Not Javier and not Gavroche. Yeah. Someone's screaming who it is. It's the guy that Eddie Redmayne played. Okay, so he's like he's telling you that it's like red and and no, no, that's <laughs> that's who um, uh, Aaron Tevitt played in the movie. It's anyone, it's everyone, but <laughs> I'm dancing around him. the the romantic lead, the young romantic. Oh lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. What <laughs> I, I know mean, he doesn't really have that like the songs are listen whatever. But... I I hate this. This year has really like sometimes when the winter is hard, it's nice to have the award season, and this year has really taken. Anything that's, I mean, listen, we're going through a global pandemic, but anything that's joyful or fun or frivolous or entertaining about the award seasons, this year has just smashed it. Doesn't want to let you have a good time. I have a question for you, and then we can probably end on this. Yeah, I got to go. I got to teach a class. Uh, uh, Are you having a hard time watching things? Yeah. Yeah, same. I can't at all. Yeah. I I don't want to watch any of these. As we put off Minari, I'm like, I know I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm like, I, I don't know if I can focus like that. The Sound of Metal long. looks like out of all of the movies that I haven't seen, um, like something that I will sit through and enjoy. Maybe maybe it's hard to take, but it just looks like something that I can like glob onto. Like I, like I have I have no idea. I, I have no like obviously I've only saw the first twenty minutes, but I was like very affected by it. But I have no idea how other people are going to receive that movie. Um, I know people that like Nomadland. Like, has been described by the Ringer Network as lyrical, which is always a kiss of death in terms of me paying attention. <laughs> oh, I, yes, um, but I think, <laughs> but I think it's like, I think you'll get on the wavelength of the character. Like it's, like like it, you can really like you can really see the character. Listen, and I love the acting, and so I think you can like I think you'll get on that wavelength and enjoy the movie. I love Francis McDormand. Yeah. We'll end on this note. The other night couldn't decide what to watch this is an example of how i'm unable to watch stuff so i thought i really feel like watching primal fear with richard Gere. i haven't seen it since <laughs> i was a kid <laughs> but you do love that it rhymes i do like that it rhymes um my eldest sister vanessa was obsessed with edward norton but i was a little bit too young and now i like what i do edward norton any day anytime edward norton come over but uh, um 
but I had to watch this movie because, and I paid $3 for it on Amazon because I was like, I don't care. It's what I want to watch. It's a 90s court drama. It's like one of my favorite. And Frances McDormand plays the the therapist that interviews oh. Ed Norton. And like, there's a lot of other stuff going on in that movie. But if it was just two hours of Frances McDormand and Ed Norton being interviewed Ooh. to see if he has multiple personality disorder, which by the way, I'm sure it's gratefully, like horribly offensive but tested by today's standards and it's so stupid and it's super cheesy but everything she said i was like i believe her she's a therapist (laughs) i agree (laughs) and she's so lovely she's lovely (laughs) i just love her yeah i I I think that's we'll get on board like the plot of nomadland is explained entirely in the title card and then it's like Nomadland that has like a description of the movie and then the movie starts and then two hours later I'm drunk as fuck like Why squying. are you drunk? <laughs> I, it was an oops. <laughs> I, I, I poured a big drink of like a lot of gin and then I started sipping and then about an hour in I realized I'd finished my big drink and I was like uh oh. And then like by the time the credits were rolling I was like <laughs> Just pissing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well that's exciting. I haven't been drunk in a while so. I thought for my birthday I was going to get drunk and I like opened a beer and I felt like a little bit loose in my legs, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I ate pasta and that really took away that, from anything. That slows you down. It slows you right slows you down. down. Anyways. I got I, destroyed on my birthday. I was going to say, I'm sorry so- that I missed the park thing. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I drank it. a beer and had pasta and I think you know where that led to. <laughs> oh, it started to rain and we all went inside. So I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had to spend the rest of the time like. By yourself? with Well, no, with Malson. Uh, no, or did you do something illegal and took Andrew with you inside, you bad no, no, boy? No, 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 no. We, didn't, we didn't end up eating mushrooms because uh, Andrew had an audition the next day and didn't want to fuck it up. Oh. <laughs> so we just drank some beers. Well, that's um, nice. Oh, well, now I'm really sad I didn't go. Uh, uh, I had a point to all... Oh, I got real drunk on my birthday and haven't been able to drink since I drank with Andrew because I just... My stomach just fell out of its body. Oh, like, shit. Oh. I was yeah, going to say, like, drunk. maybe we should get a drink sometime when it gets warm again outside. Well, let's do it. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm healing. I'm You'll heal. Healing. I think it'll be warm again in a week. All right. All right. All I mean, right. that's the show. Okay, that's the show. Anyways, you've heard our plans, which is a classic sh- I'm watching a movie trope. Yeah. Um, we haven't had that in a long time. Uh, and just let's just hope, I don't know, the hottest people win because it's a potential for being the sexiest winners of all time. So let's yeah. get Andrew Day out there. Let's get um, Daniel and Lakeith and Leslie Odom Jr. Just all time. Get Steven Yeun out there. Just get all of them to win. This Alex- is the least <laughs> mad I've been about an Oscar <laughs> nom in years, truly. That's the thing. Because not much choice. Not, not much choice. I'm just like, oh, the things I liked, most of the things I liked that I watched this year are, are on there, so... Yeah, they still have to like get one in with promising young woman, but I'll, I'll oh, allow yeah. it. Or fucking the, to my promising young woman is the trial of Chicago Seven. Oh, like, and Mank. So we're we sitting here. Act- oh, we're sitting there acting like yeah. Mank would have gotten nominated, I think, regardless. I just don't think it would have gotten ten nominations. Yeah. All right, I, I gotta think, go. I think, all right, <laughs> I gotta all right. Go. Bye. Okay, I love you. Good night. Bye bye.